Shiva, and I'm here with Brian Brushwood, yep. um, comedic magician and host of NSFW and Scam School, um, two really popular podcasts that are filmed weekly. Uh, so, can you tell me your first experience at a fan convention? Man, uh, I, I, I mean, when I was a kid, I did a lot of comic book conventions, and I knew of anime conventions, but I never went to one, and... Um, I don't know if there's like a divide between comic book fans and anime fans, but that was always like the other thing that, that the even weirder kids than me did. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, and it wasn't until uh, really, I guess, Dragon Con this last year mm -hmm. was, and it was Patrick drug me kicking and screaming, and uh, <laughs> freaking loved it. It was amazing. And so when uh, the schedule just happened to work out this time to where I was already in the area doing shows at Riviera College, and mm -hmm. so it was like when Patrick was like, hey man, you want to come out? I was like, hell yeah, that'd be awesome. And, and it's amazing. I mean, it's, it is, you guys keep saying, oh, it's just a small little fan, you know, <laughs> club. But, I mean, it's swimming with people. This, this, this hotel is maggoty with, with, with fans. I mean, 2,000 people all crammed in here. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, you managed to put everybody in such a small space. Um, so how is the audience different, say, here than some of your other shows? Oh, my God. Uh, number one, uh, most of the college shows I go to, nobody's heard of me. Um, mm -hmm. But these guys are... They're hip to new media, they're hip to podcasting, and a lot of them were already familiar with NSFW and with Scam School. So it's like the moment the show started, I mean, it's like uh, it's like the audience is already supercharged. They already know who I am, and I mean, it was just, which makes it a total blast as far yeah. as doing the show goes. I mean, yeah, it's the, everything is turned up to 11. So I guess to kind of go off of that, you know, do you think being at any kind of convention is different now that you're semi-internet famous than it was before you did like Tonight Show, you know? It's, it's, it's uh, well, and you know what's funny is I thought, I, I thought the first time I did the Tonight Show was like, now it's all going to be different, I'm famous, right. I love the Tonight Show, <laughs> nothing. Second time, now it's twice I've been on the Tonight Show, nothing. But it's like, it's the internet thing that is, uh, it's little pockets. It's like uh, a show where nobody knows who I am, show nobody knows who I am, and then one like this, where all of a sudden mm -hmm. I'm a superstar. And then, and then another show where nobody knows who I am. So it's like, I, I just, I expect it'll continue to be binary, you know? Yeah. Where it's like, uh, uh, at, even at the shows where, where there'll be a thousand people in the audience and almost none of them have heard of me before that day, there'll be a, like a pocket of like 12 people who come up after you like, I can't believe you're here, that kind of thing. And I get to meet you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that slowly that number will rise. <laughs> well, that's kind of interesting that, you know, before, before this whole internet and like all these cable channels, being on like The Tonight Show was like the thing. Like you were on that show, everybody watched it, they knew who you were, they yep. knew Johnny Carson, like that changed your thing. Now it's almost like the internet has the potential to make almost anyone famous. And overnight like too, thing? yeah. I mean, I mean, oh absolutely. Too. I mean, the, the, the internet has made possible uh, the rise of, of the, the middle class rock star, where it's like mm -hmm. you're super famous to a very specific segment of it. And in fact, um, Martin, uh, Steve Martin, wrote uh, a book called Born Standing Up where he talks about his experience, which was, it's awesome uh, for anyone who wants to be a variety entertainer, whether it's magic or comedy or whatever. Mm -hmm. But one of the things he talks about is he had the same thing happen where he did The Tonight Show. He said it was nine times he did The Tonight Show before he randomly got recognized. Um, really? Yeah, so it's one of those things where it's like, there is no instant switch uh, that would make you suddenly famous when it comes to being on TV, I don't know, I guess maybe, you know, there could be a runaway clip that, that goes nuts. But mm -hmm. thanks to YouTube, you can have this whole back catalog of weird videos that'll sit for years. And mm -hmm. then one, the right person discovers it, shows up on Reddit, and then all of a sudden it explodes. And then all of a sudden your whole back catalog, you really can suddenly become completely legitimately famous overnight. Oh, yeah, because everyone had that YouTube video of the week. And then, of course, you go back and look at everyone's old stuff from that oh, same course, channel. Yeah. You always have to. 
So you, you went to DragonCon for the first time last year. What was the coolest thing about that experience? Because that's kind of, if you're going to go into like anime video game conventions, that's like the big one to get into. I oh think. my god, you know what I couldn't believe was was how adult DragonCon was. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it was, it's, it's the geek's burning man. I mean, it's like, <laughs> you know... It's like uh, uh, it's all of the it's all of the same characters that you might see here, but like sluttier versions of it, or <laughs> or, uh, or Robin with a monstrous genitalia or something. Especially I mean, at like ten p.m., all like the adults come out with oh like, their gosh. taped. Like yes, <laughs> exactly. And and what's great is uh, that that main I think it's the Sheraton that main hotel there mm -hmm. feels like a freaking spaceship when it's in it. It's got that it crazy design and weird lighting in there, and it's like everything is is just insane. I mean, I I cannot wait to go back. Uh, we like, you don't want to get a drink at the bar and then look up. Oh my gosh, yeah, it does. It feels like you're just going to fall straight up. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. So I understand you scammed your way into E3 a few years back. Yeah, which time? Uh, the, the first time I went to E3 a decade ago, you had to be a professional. So I made up a company, uh, Logan Inject One, and I ran across <laughs> my old badge uh, from back in the day. But, uh, uh, you know, nowadays, I don't have to scam my way into things quite so often, <laughs> but, uh, but sometimes I'll do it just for sport. Uh, for example, I, uh, at, at South by Southwest, Foo Fighters yep. were doing a, a sneaky concert, and uh, I had been given a VIP badge, but there was uh, some kind of misinformation to, uh, to where nobody, they looked at it like, oh, that's the wrong badge. I was like, are you kidding me? And so I was like, <laughs> crap. And so they weren't gonna let me in. They were like, get in that line. And, and meanwhile, the line was easily, like the venue only holds 2,500 people, but uh, but the line was easily 4,000 people long. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Uh, but luckily, the night before, I had been uh, I had been performing at that same stage. So I went back in the back and uh, uh, walked up to the uh, to the guy guarding the back and I was like, hey, buddy, I uh, left one of my props here last night. I'm going to have to find it. And he's like, uh, no. Uh, he's like, we're about to do something. And I was like, uh, can you come back later? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm flying out tomorrow. i got to find it. It's really important. And, uh, and he's like, well, I guess I can I let you go look for it now. And, and he even said, you know, we got this event. I'm like, oh, do you have something going on? He's like, yeah, the Foo Fighters. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I need to get my Who prop. Who are they? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so uh, and so. He goes to let me in. I'm like, thanks so much. Is there anything I can do to make your life awesome? And he's like, yeah, tip me on your way out. And then over my shoulder, I hear, and come up with a better story next time. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, uh, and so we went in, watched the whole concert. Um, and instead of leaving through the front, I walked back to the back. I found that guy. I was like, dude, I looked everywhere for that tube. And all I found were these two $20 bills. Here you go. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Hey, at least you made a good job. Yeah, no, you just gotta <laughs> ask. You just gotta try. So, I guess some of the fans have been asking you to dress up at like Dragon Con. If you were gonna wear a costume, what would you do? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. I gotta, I mean, and this is a very real concern for me because <laughs> I do want to wear a costume at least one of the days at uh, Dragon Con this year. Or so, check back with me. And even if I, even if I didn't know what it was gonna be, I wouldn't spoil the surprise here. You got that's kind of yeah. thing you gotta play. It. Well, would you like hide? Like I know on MythBusters, is it Jamie that does it? Jamie or or no, or is it, Adam, is it Adam, Adam does it? Yeah. He always has a secret costume. Yeah. And everyone's trying to look for him on Twitter the whole time yeah. and guess who he is. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so when people see your hair, do they just assume you're in a costume? Uh, you know, it's 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 interesting. Like it's that's what's great about this place is like. This is one of the few places where I've got the least interesting hair to you here. This is true. Uh, but it's, and then there's other times, you know, I'll tell you when I always feel it is when I get on a plane. Like, I don't even notice the, the looks anymore. Mm -hmm. But uh, but the moment I get on, you know, the stewardess is like, oh, I like your hair, that kind of thing. And it's and it's nice is in that it's a pattern interruption. It's an instant excuse to talk to anyone, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, 
uh, it's it's almost like a social tool, some kind of some kind of peacocking to stand out from the crowd. Like conversation stuff. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's kind of become a brand of yours, almost. Yeah, like. kind of makes me want to shave it off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be famous. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am not my hair. <laughs> So you did a lot of panels. You did one today on kind of giving people advice and starting podcasts. If you have one piece of advice to give anyone that was starting out, what would it be? Uh, uh, start today. Go. Just mm -hmm. don't wait. Uh, the clock is ticking. You're, this is your life, and it's ending one second at a time. Uh, the, uh, whatever is wrong with your podcast, it's nothing a thousand episodes won't fix. And the most important thing to do is start on flight time. Start running and don't stop. Never know when you can be raptured. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you never know. All right, so how can conventions book you, and where can we find you online? Uh, drop me. Uh, you go away. <laughs> Don't you know we're doing a very important negative, interview? Negative. It didn't go in. <laughs> anyway. Computer, silence them. Uh, stop by my website, schwood.com. That's S-H-W-O-O-D. And drop me an email, brian at schwood.com. Because i got to tell you, man, I love doing this. I love to do a whole lot more. And, of course, uh, follow me on Twitter, at S-H-W-O-O-D. Of course, watch Scam School. Watch NFSW. Yep. They're funny and they're awesome. And if you have nothing to do on a Tuesday and Thursday night, yep. they're a good place to hang We're out. your new best friend. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Brian. Well, thank it's you awesome. for having me, man.